Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Thursday, August 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. If you missed yesterday's episode, I was on with Clay Clark and he shared about the Reawaken America tour. And if you're wondering, why is Kelsey here this week? It's because Steve is going to the Reawaken America tour in Las Vegas. I think there's actually a couple tickets left. So if you're in that area, make sure uh, you check it out and pray for that event this weekend. Clay was telling me just all the persecution that he goes through to hold these events and how they, you know, no one will even let him in his venue. He has to basically make his own venue. And there's a ton of speakers who are telling the truth. And there's also ministers coming. And I love Clay because he said, I positioned, you know, very influential people and then a minister who will preach the gospel and then very influential people. So Steve will be speaking that um, there on Saturday, I believe at 345, if you want to check it out. Um, But make sure to say a little prayer for them if you get uh, a moment today. All right, before we bring on Barry, we have a couple quick announcements. Barry's going to be sharing some really amazing, important revelation with us today. So get ready for his show. It's very powerful. And obviously, we know today uh, Trump is heading to Atlanta um, to turn himself in. We know schools are currently being closed due to COVID and mass mandates. Things are changing very rapidly. So it's going to be important to hear what God is saying in this time, saying for you and your families. right now. So before we bring on Barry, we have a brand new episode of American Warriors live right now on YouTube and Rumble. If you have not checked out American Warriors, head over to their YouTube channel, their Rumble channel, give them a subscribe and a like. Steve and his brother Warren work so hard on that show. And I constantly tell Warren every time I get to see him, I'm like, this documentary needs to be on TV. It is so well produced. Um, it's incredible. If you know someone who's currently serving or has served as a veteran, send the show over that way. I know it will bless them because we've not forgotten about those who've served uh, for our freedom. We will never forget all the life that you've laid down so we can be free. So today's show is about Lieutenant Cody Brown. Um, We've all seen uh, it in exciting movies, but U.S. Navy Lieutenant Cody Brown actually lived it. The danger and excitement of flying off the aircraft carrier Ronald Reagan. His plane, the EA-18 Growler, an electronic attacked attack aircraft. Here's a preview. You know a typical day on the carrier, so usually a 12-hour window of flight operations. That starts about 1400, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and that goes to about 2 a.m. You know, usually a day flight, a night flight. You go out and you do one of the sorties. It could be an hour and a half sortie, or it could be you know, close to a four-hour sortie, just depending on the mission. And then after the end of that, you'll, you'll land on the boat. And if that was your first flight of the day, then guess what? In, in a couple hours, you'll do it all over again. And uh, do that all over again the next day for six months. Talk 
about an adrenaline rush. Oh my goodness, Cody, thank you so much for your service and everyone watching who has served our country. Thank you again. And make sure you head over to American Warriors today to check out that brand new episode. We also have a WellSpot video we want to share with you guys today. Um, we want to thank you so much for your generous giving. And by donating to Elijah Streams, you're giving more than just clean drinking water. You're giving people back precious time, time that mothers can spend with their families, time that children can use to learn and expand their education, giving them a better life. This is possible through your generous giving. We want to thank you for continuing to support the drilling of water wells, which enriches lives across the globe. Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water. But there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com. Thank you guys again. And like the video said, without you, it would not be possible. So thank you for donating. You can head to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, or you can mail in your gift to the address seen on the screen or click the link. I believe there's one in the comments and in the description. Um, we just, again, thank you so much. Fresh water is changing these precious people's lives every single day, and they are glorifying God because of it. All right, let's bring on my guest today, Barry Wunsch. He's going to be sharing some incredible stuff with us and I think I'm going to get him to share some recent testimonies too. I can't wait to hear all the amazing things God's doing in Canada. Hey, Barry, you're in a little bit different location today. Hey, Kelsey, so good to be with you again. And, and yes, we're in uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan today. I said earlier before, I'm like, that is a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, we actually uh, were supposed to be in Kelowna right now for some holidays. And uh, we booked some time out there. And kind of at the last, well, we didn't have peace about going. You know, it was kind of a crazy thing. And so we canceled. And right away, we knew that we were supposed to come to to uh, to Saskatoon. There's an event here that we're we're participating in so so and as it turned out the day after we canceled our holidays uh, which was actually in Kelowna uh, the place caught on fire and massive evacuations and and it just kind of went upside down so uh, anyway here we are in Saskatoon yeah so the Lord kept you he's he's so good to lead us by his spirit the sons of God are led by the spirit of God I want to hear some testimonies recently because you've been traveling all over the place and we don't always get into a lot of testimonies a lot with you, but I want to hear like, how is God moving in Canada right now? Well, you know what? we It's kind of crazy, Kelsey. I have been in a lot of public meetings for the last while. You know, we've actually been brought into a very narrow lane. Uh, but But that being said, you know, the meetings I have been in, uh, we were in one, uh, you know, here not long ago, and, you know, we're, it was amazing worship. The altar full of kids, teenagers, uh, weeping, crying, travailing. And, and when you see the Lord moving upon the youth and the young ones, 
uh, you can't fake that. You, you, you yeah. just simply, you, you just can't. And uh, so ministry, you know, it's kind of worship is going on and it's, it's for an audience of one. And we're just in the congregation, you know, we're just kind of my wife and I were just, you know, there and people start coming up to us, you know, for a prayer kind of during worship. And uh, we end up, this man comes up to us from, he's from another city, he came in, he and his wife and, and his pastor. And uh, I mean, the, the, the spirit of God, like when I shake, it's like grabbing on to, you know, people don't understand. I get lots of messages. Have you got Tourette's? Are you sick? You know, is it a demonic spirit? Like, why do you mm -hmm. shake so hard? And, and it's just the spirit of God, the way he comes, it's, it's like grabbing onto millions of volts of electricity. And, uh, you know, I have no control over that. Anyway, this man comes up to me and wants some prayer and I grab onto his hands. And before you know it, the power of God is hitting this guy and he's jumping up and down like a jackhammer. And, uh, wow. and, uh, anyway, he hits the floor and just stiff as a board. He went somewhere else. The Lord laid him out and it took him to a place that, wow. you know, I think he got more than, you know, a touch with the Lord like that is worth years of counseling. <laughs> it's That's worth, so true. True. You, you know, it, it can be life changing having a touch from the father yeah. like that. And, uh, and it was him and his wife and his pastor. Anyway, it was just, you know, kind of fun. And then uh, we were at a tent meeting here probably a month ago. And we just dropped in. I wasn't a speaker or anything. We just dropped in to be, you know, part of the event. And uh, worship is going on. And there's a lady sitting beside me and her husband. And, you know, there's some ministry going on. And I just kind of oh, um, went to, to bless them. And it was just like bowling pins. Uh, chairs flying and feet up in the air and and just hutched. And, uh, wow. The power of God. When you're in those kind of meetings, it kind of wrecks you for anything else. And so the hunger that's there, um, it just, you know, it, it's definitely stirring within the nation. Yeah, I agree. I think the same thing in America. I think people are hungry to know God and they want to know Jesus on a personal level. You know, they don't, yeah. they're sick of uh, any type of religious thing. So, Barry, before we start today's program, I just, would you open up in prayer um, before we get into your words? Yeah, I sure will, Kelsey. And I just submit myself to you guys again today. Uh, you know, just stop me, jump in at any time. And and I just, I'm, I'm just here to serve and, uh, and in what the Father has. And so, Lord, I just, I, I come to you today again, Lord, and I just, we lay ourselves down, Father, before you on this day, and we ask that you would have your way. Lord, I pray that you'd just come and you would open up uh, the heavenly realm, Father, that there would be nothing that would be missed, and that your word would go and accomplish all that it is sent forth on this day. Holy Spirit, I ask for a fresh touch for everyone that's watching today. I pray that you just come and you would just, may the light of your glory come and flood each place each heart, each family right now, wherever they are. And, and we just call and we commission the hosts uh, assigned to, to this event here today and the things that are going on in our nations. Uh, we just, we call on the host of the Republic to come and the host of the Dominion to come. 
and and every other Gabriel come and Lord, we we call you into action on this day. So Lord, have your way. We submit to you. And and Father, I just pray, Lord, that uh, anything that is not of you would not find soil to land in, but would die. But Lord, that which is of you, Lord, I pray that it would sprout and it would grow for your kingdom and your namesake. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Barry, I'm going to kind of let you start with your words here. Um, let's start with the prophetic dream or encounter. Um, two nights in a row, you had the same dream. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know, uh, this one here is kind of interesting. You know, when you have a dream, it's it's one thing. Uh, but when you have it two nights in a row, you know, that's actually, you know, a bit special. And, uh, you know, they were identical. I mean, bumper to bumper, you know, from front to back, side out, they were, they were, they were. The... And uh, so, so in this dream, I found myself on a, on a city sidewalk. And now I don't know what city it was in, but there was President Trump and he was walking down the sidewalk, you know, at a quick pace. And, uh, you know, he was leading his team, you know, and, and, and his security. And, and it's somewhat unusual because usually with a president, those guys kind of go in front. <laughs> you know, they kind of protect and they surround them, but, but not on this day. And so, you know, I was in the spirit falling behind the president. And the, the best way I can explain it was it was like I was in a position uh, like a camera or a drone up over the, the president's, you know, right hand shoulder, you know, about five feet high, you know, five or six feet back. And I could see him, you know, from above walking with these guys. And, uh, you know, the perfect view, you know, front row seats. Now, he was surrounded by his team and high level security. And, but the thing that was different that, like I say, he just, he just wasn't, wasn't following. He was leading them. And uh, they couldn't get ahead of him, you know, not on this one. You know, his countenance was somewhat different than, than I'd seen before. And he was not happy. And I mean, he was not happy at all. And, and in fact, I would say that he was in a fighting mood. Enough was enough. And he had seen enough and he had had enough of what was going on. And he had evidence in his hand. And he was ready to go with all that he had. And with what he had, he would be very well able to shred them to shred the enemy and expose them and what they had been doing behind his back. It was go time. Now, the righteous anger that had been brewing was, was just at an all-time high. And these guys had the enemy, they had dug a pit big enough and long enough, you know, for long enough. And the president knew that it had been going on and it was now time to deal with it. So I followed him down the sidewalk and, you know, we entered a commercial, you know, building. Like it was like an office, towered office building. And we went into the lobby and into a, 
an area in an elevator. And uh, anyway, they they went up the elevator, and anyway, I, you know, Trump knew that in the hide that there were traitors, traitors, and insiders that were in that meeting that were up to no good. Now, they had been leaking information and they had been trying to whisper in his ear, you know, with counsel from the dark side. And they were about to be exposed. Now, Trump, he now had the evidence of who they were and what they were doing. And they were about to be confronted. Old school, face to face. He had suspicions and he knew that they'd been meeting and they'd been scheming and plotting, not only against him, but against the nation at the same time. For he knew that some of the folks around him, they didn't pass the smell test, but he kept them close regardless until he had enough evidence on them to deal with it to deal with them and to shut down all that had been going on. Now, the moment had come, not too early and not too late to deal with it. And the timing was perfect. Now, the Holy Spirit was leading the whole way and leading the whole deal and every step of the way. So I, I'm watching, you know, I'm, I'm there with them. You know, they they come up and they get off of the elevator on the right floor. And mm -hmm. again, President Trump led the way. He marched down the hallway and he got, you know, in front of the door uh, in the room where this secret meeting was going on. Or so they thought it was secret. Mm -hmm. So Trump, he stopped at the door paused for a few seconds, took a deep breath, swung that door open wide. He didn't knock. He gave them no warning. He wanted to catch them red-handed. And so he did. Now, as he opened the door, I'm in the room, and there's a big boardroom table, you know, in the middle. And I'm going to say there's about 20 chairs in the room, you know, around this big table. And all of a sudden, as he entered in, I watched these ones, and they were suddenly frozen, ah, mm. caught in the act. And they knew that this was it for them. They mm. knew that their goose was cooked. The gig was up, and it was time to pay the piper. Now, mm. there would be no excuse. There would be no reason that they could possibly offer to escape the consequences that were coming. They seemed to be, you know, in a bit of a break time, you know, around this table. They were pulled away, uh, you know, in little groups of two and three chatting and side conversations. And uh, the table, you know, it was covered in you know, laptops and documents. Mm -hmm. Oh, paperwork, you know, that they were going through and sharing and that they were leaking that shouldn't be. And uh, so as I'm looking at this, 
there was one man in particular that was highlighted that's just stood out. Mm -hmm. It was like he was kind of one of the key people uh, from the inside that was kind of heavily involved in this this betrayal. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, now he was at the right-hand side of the table and he was chatting with a couple of people. I'm going to say that he would be in his, his 40s. He was, you know, dark hair, short haircut, uh, a little bit on the, the heavier, you know, heavier set side. But, but in the natural, you didn't know who it was, right? No, I, I don't believe it. Okay. But, but he, you know, he was greasy. Uh, he wasn't who he portrayed himself to be. He didn't have the equity that he boasted of. And he was one of the insiders who had faked his way close to the president and he was not who he said he was. He'd been manipulating and controlling. <laughs> he had been manipulating and controlling as much as he could around the president. And from what I saw, he had a very dark demonic spirit upon him. And uh, he'd been working with the enemies. And the enemy camp. <laughs> Since the beginning of his involvement, he was a he was a master chameleon, an actor, and he played the role so well until now, mm. where he was caught red-handed, sitting down with the enemy, sharing sensitive information, and betraying the trust of the president and the other righteous leaders that he was shoulder to shoulder with. So as Trump entered the room and his detail followed and the rest of his team right behind him, it was a moment of truth and a moment of exposure. And I mean, you could cut the air with the knife. And Trump, he remained silent and mm -hmm. in, you know, calm at this point and uh, composed and Honestly, nothing really needed to be said further in this moment. For the evidence ah, was in plain sight and it mm -hmm. could not be denied. And all of the right people were in the room to see it with their own eyes. So from there, I was taken into, in you know, by the spirit of God, Mm -hmm. I was taken into another meeting where President Trump was sitting down with his legal counsel. And he'd actually added a couple of new faces to the team. And now they were talented, but mm -hmm. more so they were gifted and they were anointed to do what they needed to be doing in this moment. Mm -hmm. Now, I saw what they were working on. <laughs> they were reviewing the J6 <laughs> indictment file. And they were also looking at 
the file regarding the biggest election fraud in history. Uh, uh, now, what the enemy had actually brought them into ended up being a gift to Trump and his team through this action. For mm -hmm. it would give the president and his team the opportunity to bring real truth, the whole truth, and everything to light for all to see. And so they had cases. They had cases. I saw piles of, of documents and evidence that they were preparing to release and to go public with. Now, there were a couple of military generals in the room as the discussions were, you know, underway and, you know, basically to advise as to next steps. And they were big ones. Ah. Now, they were acutely aware. I mean, they were all acutely aware that the future and the destiny of America the Beautiful and the future of Western civilization as we know it was in the balance. So after you know an intense discussion around these files, uh, the president, he asked the meeting to close the meeting in prayer for what they had to do. And as they prayed, one by one, around that room, the humility and the presence of the Lord, I, it just actually flooded the place. It, it saturated the atmosphere. And the Lord's favor was upon them to be certain. So this meeting ended, and some of the team left, not all of them, but some of them. And I was taken you know, out of there where they were meeting down the hallway into a lobby where mm -hmm. there sat Roger Stone. Mm. So Roger Stone was waiting to be called in to meet with the president and the team. Now, Roger, he looked stronger than ever and he looked like he was in top form. In fact, the best that he'd ever been in. He, I mean, he almost glowed, you know, with, you know, the, the, the grace of God upon him as he entered the room. And you could see the fire of God was on him in mm. such a good and amazing way. And he was well aware of it and that it was only by the grace of God. Now, he had a briefcase and, you know, he'd been entrusted with some evidence, some information and insight that would cut the enemy off at the knees. Mm. Ah. And it would take the enemy's head off. So he pulled a couple of files out of his briefcase mm -hmm. and set them on the table. The first, ah, the first file, and a big bold font across it, it said the Clinton files. Mm. Now, the second documents that he had, it said the Obama files. And what Roger had in his hand was next level 
the information released in the right moment at the right place would be key to taking mm -hmm. down the enemy in the nation and on the government mountain. Mm -hmm. So the unity, the trust that was in that room with President Trump, Roger Stone, and the others was so tangible, I, I could weep. And I knew that what they held was indeed what they needed to get this thing across the finish line. So in the spirit, I saw that as they walked this out with the Lord, the shackles that the enemy put on the nation were cut off once again, bringing mm -hmm. them to the America, the beautiful and holy is the word of the Lord. Wow, Barry, when you have, I was reading through this and I was seeing like, because when you when you read things, you see it being brought to it. You know, you bring us all in with you into this. And when you have the same dream twice in a row. Now, most people's dreams are symbolic or they're symbols for certain things. Do you believe this dream is a symbolic dream of like meetings and things that will come? Or do you believe it is you are literally this is a event that will literally come to pass what what type of dream do you do you feel it was from the lord kelsey i feel that what i was brought into here was in a sense real time i believe that the lord was into a place to see what was happening and what was going on yeah i feel i feel from from my head I believe it's very literal. It's literal. And literal. can you explain yeah. to people listening the difference between a dream, a regular dream, and a prophetic dream? How do you know when you're having a prophetic dream? Do you know, for me, when, when these things come, it, it's you have no control over what's what's going to be released in that moment or, or in, in that dream. And uh, for me, there's a there's a little presence that comes. There's I wake up and the detail is there, and uh, you know it's it's very clear for myself to to discern, uh, you know what's you know maybe pizza, or you know what's maybe out of the soul, you know mm -hmm. what's maybe surfacing and flushing out, and then that happens, and uh, but. But I think uh, we, we've got a lot to learn in the body and in discernment and how we manage these and how much you share. Do you share it? Do you just intercede right. over right. it? Do you, like, there's a responsibility that comes. Right. And right. Uh, for me, when, when I get, you know, when I have these things come, I'm given, taken in to these places, there's an intercessory caring mm -hmm. of it. That, you know, honestly, I'm probably not the nicest guy to be around as, you know, as I carry that, you know, and I, I don't know how, how to carry it easier, you mm -hmm. know, than, you know, kind of carrying that like, like he brings 
in it, but uh, but it is what it is. Yeah. So it's something that sticks with you more so than sometimes dreams. You know, they come and go. You can have multiple a night, but a prophetic dream is it sticks with you. You can't shake it, right? Like <laughs> you almost have to pray over and over again because it's so powerful on you. And and for me, I you know, I've I've tried to be as responsible as I can. So when the Lord brings it, I document it right away. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can go back in my brain, in my spirit, and I can like go rewind and go through it and pause and go through it. Because once you've been through it once, it, it's it's you're kind of there. And for yeah. me, yeah. I am able to go in and so as I journal it, journal it out, that's where, you know, by the grace of God, you know, he gives the detail, you know, in it. Well, I started the show off with talking about schools uh, in the U.S. at least are already starting to shut their doors again. And, um, you know, speaking of lockdowns, you know, it's it's really time sensitive that you have a word on this because in the U.S. at least, we are seeing this start to roll out again. We're seeing colleges reinstate mass mandates. Um, so can you share with us the um, prophetic encounter you had about um, another lockdown coming? I can. Sunday morning. I'm sorry. It's okay. Take your time. Very, Take your time. I'm very... Uh, emotional about this one. Sunday morning, I woke up early and the presence of the Lord was heavy, heavy upon me. And, you know, I couldn't even move. It was like my body was cast in concrete. His presence was so heavy. And he spoke to me personally about a few things that we're walking through right now and uh, which is so dear whenever he comes in that way but he also then came and he gave a deposit into my spirit and I can't, you know, words cannot tell you what that was like and what that was but he, he put that in me, and then he took me into the spirit. And, and this is hard to share. I saw another dark season approaching, and uh, there was another lockdown being prepared. And uh, at this point, it was, I knew it was an act of criminal warfare upon the nation. And I saw the WEF, the WHO, and I saw the documents. Mm-hmm. Wow. Being circulated throughout the nations. And a demand and being put upon them for compliance to fulfill the evil agenda that they had in hand. And I saw at a distance a calendar and I saw the American election on the calendar 
And this move of lockdowns, basically another attempt to stop what God has in store. Mm. Now, I was taken into the spirit, you know, in this deal. And then I seen that there were truckloads of deadly poison being delivered to airports to be sprayed as well as to water treatment plants to put in the water. And now, all I can say is that this demonic plan is so disgusting. I wanted to throw up, but actually I still do. Mm -hmm. I was taken into an airport and actually another airport and another and another. And they were basically empty. You know, mm -hmm. there had been restrictions that had been put upon, you know, travel that wow. made it very difficult for people. And the ones that were in the airports, they were all, you know, masked up and and that again. And then I was shown uh, a TV screen and it was the fake news, you know, the false prophets. Uh, showing fake and false information, releasing a spirit of fear mm -hmm. one more time. So I was taken in the spirit, and here's where it kind of started to pivot for good. But I saw and I watched as tens and hundreds of thousands began to hit the streets in protest. They were standing up again. But this time, they were much stronger than before. And they were much greater in number. So I saw those places that the enemy had used to divide. Now, they weren't able to do quite as much of that because the people weren't going to swallow this hook, line, and sinker again. <laughs> they, they weren't going to go there. And I watched as a grassroots people stood up and not only held their ground, but they were now mobilized in a new way. Mm -hmm. I saw governments, as we've known them, destroyed, stripped oh, wow. down, brought to their knees. And I saw deliverance from Babylon. Mm -hmm. ah, old systems and structures gone, torn down, and removed. Corrupt systems that we have known and that we have thought that we could redeem for being destroyed. People released from all the bondage that they'd been held by. Mm -hmm. I saw this convergence of the ecclesia, new governance forming and being released to rebuild with the Father. And the rebirth of the nations was coming. Now, oh, wow. the, the, the enemy had pushed too far and it was all going to backfire upon them. And the mm. Lord dropped this word on me and he says this, Barry, tell my people that they are not to fear. Tell my people that they are not to comply with the enemy. Ah, mm. I will protect them and watch over them as they stand for me and my kingdom for life, truth, and justice. But tell my people 
that I will protect them from every deadly thing that is set up against them, though they're going to try and remove the straw and make things harder. I will provide for you in supernatural ways and exceed all of your ways as you walk in my kingdom ways. So Barry, tell my people that the wealth transfer is at hand. For I am cleaning out the enemy's war chest and giving to my people and all that the enemy has stolen shall be returned sevenfold. So Barry, tell my people that they're going to witness a great harvest of souls, for they will be crying out to know me and to be saved. For as you walk with me, I will touch, heal, and deliver the hurting, wounded, and the broken in unprecedented ways. Revival is here, and it is coming, and holy is the word of the Lord. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Amen. I just want to pray into this real quick. I just want to pray into the word he just shared because it's so easy to hear. Oh, no, 2020 all over again. Lockdowns, everything shutting down. And, you know, you get a sense of fear or PTSD. Oh no, not that again, my kids and their schools. And it was so many people lost their businesses and it was just awful. So, you know, the one thing I can say is that God is always working. Even though we see evil happen in the the earth, God's always working. Even Jesus said in John five, he said, my father is always working. And so am I. So in the midst of this, um, I know many of you saw the hand of God move in your life um, through COVID and after that, and God is moving. So let's just pray. Um, Barry, if you want to pray into this word that, you know, the spirit of fear would not come on God's people and we would see the Lord and we'd see his plans and his promise for our future. Yes. Yes, Father, I just thank you, Father, for for your tremendous love and care for your people. And Father, I just, I know, Lord, that nothing, nothing, nothing escapes you. Nothing catches you by surprise. And Lord, I know that, Father, in your sovereignty, Lord, you can use all things for good. And Lord, I know that what you could have prevented by your power, you've permitted by your wisdom. And so, Lord, I pray that you would use each and every tactic of the enemy, Father, to bring further exposure. Father, I pray that uh, those ones that would, uh, Father, have positions of authority, Lord, I pray for a spirit of repentance to come upon them. Father, I pray that you would bring a visitation to each one, Lord, a face-to-face encounter, Lord, that they may know you and they may see, Father, the truth for what it is. Lord, I pray that you would bring uh, your people, Father, into a position where their words and their actions would affect many to bring truth, that would bring healing, that would bring deliverance, Father, to your people. 
Lord, I pray that, Lord, we know that the spirit of love casts out all fear. And Lord, we, we, I'm just so thankful, Lord, for your loving touch for each son and daughter, Lord, that they would come to know you in a place of intimacy, Father, and sonship, like in their identity with you, Father, that they would be unshakable, that you would release the fire of God upon them with boldness, with courage to speak and to stand in the right ways in the right places. So we just raise our shield right now together uh, over one another, over your body, over those that don't know you, over these nations. Lord, we raise our shields. Uh, Psalm 91, over, over the United States of America, Canada and others, Father, that you would just come. And Lord, we, we just hide under your wing. Lord, there's no other place that we'd rather be. So, Father, I pray that the plans of, of these uh, evil uh, agendas of the WEF and the WHO, Lord, we know that you're bringing them to an end once and for all, and we're so thankful for that. So come, we, we declare and we decree that there shall be nothing that would stand up against your people and against your kingdom that would in any way uh, prevail. <clears throat> so, Lord, come only as you can. Yes, Lord. Oof. Barry, what do you feel about um, people being prepared spiritually and naturally? Has Have you has, have felt any kind felt of, like, to release a call sort of for being prepared again in the same way, you know, we learned how to become prepared in 2020? Right, right. You know what? I, I think this is going to be very short-lived this time around. I, I do not believe that this is going to be a long deal. And uh, but that, that being said, I mean, I think we do need to be wise. We, we cannot operate in fear. We need to look after one another mentally, emotionally, yeah. physically, okay. uh, you know, mental health uh, stresses that are put on people through, you know, these kind of tumultuous times is, is heavy. And so, you know, we really need to keep our love on and look after those that are struggling and, yes. and to lay down uh, every form of judgment that we may have against one another that's struggling, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so as far as, you know, uh, you know, preparing, I think as a people, you know, if we operate, you know, like the early church did, you know, looking after and, and sharing resources, I think we're all going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's an, that's awesome, Barry. I, I totally agree. And I know the Lord also gave you Psalm 37. Um, I, yeah. I think you should just read it because it's oh, God's word obviously washes us and renews our mind. And it's important to study the Psalms, especially when we go through hard times. Yeah, you know, the other day I was talking to a dear friend of mine and I said, I feel like David. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you know, complaining and, you know, celebrating, and, <laughs> you know, one day to an extent. And so mm -hmm. Psalm 37 has, has been, you know, forefront for me in the last few days. And it just says, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. So trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land 
and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. And do not fret when people succeed in their ways. When they carry out their wicked schemes, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look at them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth against them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw their sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright. But, the, but their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the, better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Amen. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In Amen. times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like flowers of the field, they will be consumed, and they will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay. But the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. For I was young, and now I am old, and yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, or their children begging for bread. For they are always generous and lend freely, and their children will be a blessing. So turn from evil and do good, and then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake the, his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. And the mouths of the righteous utter wisdom and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts and their feet do not slip. The wicked lie in wait for the righteous, intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked or the condemned when be condemned when brought to trial 
So hope in the Lord and keep his way. And he will exalt you to inherit the land when the wicked are destroyed and you will see it. For I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree. But as soon as he passed away, it was no more. Though I look for him, he could not be found. So consider the blameless, observe the upright. A future awaits those who seek peace, but all sinners will be destroyed and there will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in times of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and he saves them because they take refuge in him. Wow, what a hope we have in Jesus. I mean, all those precious promises will one day be here and the King of glory will come back. And it's just incredible as you read that because we have such a hope and such a promise. And this life is like a vapor, but we will live forever with him. So, so encouraging, Barry. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's got us covered. We need to remain in that place of intimacy, faith, and trust in his great love. Yes, amen. Before we finish up on today's show, I want you to share kind of some updates with uh, what's going on in Canada right now, because we have a lot of people obviously listening in from, from Canada, and we love all our Canadian brothers and sisters. So give us some updates on that. Well, well, it's it's my pleasure to do so. You know. Uh, you know, we're seeing all sorts of crazy things, uh, you know, in in and around us. And, and we're living through, you know, crazy things. You know, we've, uh, as you have, you know, in America and other places of the world, uh, you know, we, we've been going through these, nap, you know, these fires. And, uh, you know, there's direct evidence here in Canada that these fires uh you know, under the guise of environmental propaganda and climate change are, are you know, clearly arson. And, uh, you know, we've had information shared with me uh, from military people uh, in regard to direct energy weapons and their use in, in some of the fires. We've mm-hmm. seen evidence of, uh, you know, flash boxes set in the bush to time delayed go off to set set fires you know and in quebec uh, we had an event that was canceled there in june and you know they had i forget the number hundreds of fires basically kind of start you know within a day day or two and not one cloud in the sky like you know it wasn't lightning but the the good news is that that these things that the, there are those coming forward with evidence and with truth uh, yeah. you know basically you know bringing these things to light so that they can be dealt with and uh, and so that's uh, that's very encouraging and and i will say that you know we do have uh, you know whistleblowers that you know there are some coming forward and there are more to come <laughs> you know i believe that we're we're going to see in the near future uh, whistleblowers coming out of CSIS mm. yeah. and the uh, the RCMP. So CSIS is uh, basically uh, 
another level of of Canadian, uh, you know, policing that mm-hmm. is another level kind of above the RCMP. And, uh, you know, we've got, you know, for instance, there's over, over 50 churches that, you know, had been burned down in Canada and not oh, one my. criminal charge. And, uh, wow. and so, so the political control over these agencies is being dealt with and is going to be dealt with. Um, So, so there's that. And, uh, you know, the fight for the kids here in Canada is also uh, increasing and Mm -hmm. it shall continue to increase. And, and there is uh, gains being made there as well with those that are rescuing and, and have got schools and safe places for the restoration of children. Praise God. Praise God. That have been, you know, through trafficking. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we've got, even though, you know, we're like hand-to-hand combat right now, we are taking ground. So um, you're you're saying that, wait, go back one second, because you said we're taking ground with combat. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm going to say those that are telling the truth, mm-hmm. those that are making political stands, those that are raising their voice, those that are truth telling, uh, you know, they are. And then there are those that are coming forward. There are those yeah. that are coming forward with evidence that are are making and will make a, a huge impact for our nation and uh, come out of, you know, the control that we're under right now. Right. And we, we can pray into that too, um, especially for Canada, that people would have the courage and the strength to come share their testimony because it's a really scary thing to tell the truth nowadays Um, can cost you a lot. So if you just have a prayer list, add that to your prayer list. Um, in America too, as well, because it is, um, could be a very scary thing for those who are sharing, sharing the truth. And Barry, you're actually this weekend, you're, you're doing a meeting, you're part of a meeting. Can you share that with us, um, real quick? Yeah. So we're, uh, like I say, we were called to, uh, Saskatoon here for a battle for Canada, uh, gathering and it's called faith, family, freedom, Saskatoon. And, uh, so we're at the Prairie Park uh, facility here in, in Saskatoon. This one, they felt to open it up, no registration fee. So it's free, regis- you know, free, you know, just come. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we've got amazing worship teams there uh, that know how to steward the presence of the Father, know how to steward uh, the glory. And so, you know, we've got Summit Sounds there and, and Reviver. And just precious, precious people, just remnant believers. And, uh, you know, we've got a, a gal that's uh, Nadine Ness is going to be there sharing. And she's really raising a banner for the children. She's involved and has been involved in law enforcement and basically, uh, you know, in ICE, which is actually the pedophilia unit that goes after those guys uh, here in Canada. She's not active in duty any longer, but she's, you know, basically, uh, you know, speaking truth, 
bringing truth and making a difference. So, uh, so she's sharing more than time. We got to just, and, and it's a Holy Spirit led deal. So there's not a schedule, you know, I mean, who's speaking when and when we don't have a schedule. We, we let the Lord lead it. And, uh, you know, we don't know. Sometimes it goes long. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of ministry that's going to be going on. There'll be healing. There'll be deliverance. So I just would encourage anyone, uh, if there's a meeting that you, you know, meetings that will make a difference right now, these are some of them. And I believe that, uh, you know, they're going to be showing some stuff here Saturday afternoon that most Canadians haven't seen. And uh, so anyway, I just, I would just encourage you if there's a time that if you're available to come and gather, gather. It is going to be live streamed uh, for free on the CanadianFirewall.ca. And so we would welcome you to, you know, if you're not able to get here, if you're, you want to jump in and get a taste, uh, you'd be welcome to, to do jump in there as well. All right, Barry, would you pray for everyone before we close today's show? You bet. So, Father, we just, uh, Lord, we know, Lord, that we're in the eye of the storm right now. And the wind of your spirit is blowing hard across the nations. And, Lord, we know that nothing will ever be the same by the time this storm is finished. And there's nothing that can stop it. So, Lord, we just ask, Father, that you would come and uh, move on our behalf. I pray that you would come and embrace each son and daughter father and their families where they are that you would overshadow their health their families their finances their relationships lord i pray that you just protect and bless each one father we know that uh, we've got great great things ahead and father today we we recognize that president trump has a very big day and lord we just bless him we bless the team that's around him with supernatural grace and wisdom and uh, Father, that you would continue to use them to bring freedom to the nation of the United States of America and also to join in bringing freedom to the other nations. And Lord, as Canadians, we are so thankful, Father, for our American brothers and sisters and how you've joined us together in this hour. And Lord, I pray that our love for one another would just continue to increase. So, Father, bless uh, Elijah's dreams, bless the, the work of their hands, Father, during this time. Watch over and protect them and their families, Father, in supernatural ways. Lord, above all, Lord, we just honor you today, and we just want to say we love you. Father, we love you. We desperately need you. We can't go a day or a minute without you. So, Lord, we ask, Father, just that you would continue to, to lead the way for each and every one here in your name, I pray. Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, Barry, how can people follow you? Maybe this is the first time they've uh, joined the program. Uh, just share a little bit, maybe some websites and stuff where people can follow along on your journey. You bet, thank you. So I'm, I've just you know, been keeping it simple. Uh, I'm known as the Canadian Hammer. And so I've got a, a Facebook page, the, the Canadian Hammer. I'm also on uh, Truth Social uh, as the Canadian Hammer, also on Telegram uh, as the Canadian Hammer. And so those are kind of the main ones. And, uh, you know, Facebook, 
you know, I mean, I continually were being banned, shadow banned. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, if that drops, I would encourage folks to, you know, maybe, you know, join in on Telegram or a couple of the others. Yeah. Yeah. So true. You never know when's going to be the last time you'll be on Facebook. Yeah. So make sure you have other, well, that's why we're on, on Rumble. Make sure you follow other places. All right, Barry, we love you so much. Have a awesome weekend at your event. I pray many people are touched by the Lord and that truth is told and they find their hope and their saving uh, grace in Jesus Christ. Thank you guys all for joining us today and watching. We love you so much. I'll be here with you guys tomorrow with Manuel Johnson. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys. Bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.